Welcome to the Healing Place Church devotional podcast. Join us Monday through Friday for a new daily devotional each day from the Healing Place Church pastors and staff. We hope this podcast will help you grow in your faith and will be a blessing and a resource to you as you pursue God daily. Hey, everybody. So glad you joined us as we dive into God's Word together in these devotionals. We're going to be reading today from Matthew chapter 21, verse 8 through 11. Read with me. It says, Most of the crowd spread their garments on the road ahead of him, and others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. Jesus was in the center of the procession, and the people all around him were shouting, Praise God for the Son of David. Blessings on the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Praise God in highest heaven. The entire city of Jerusalem was in an uproar as he entered. Who is this? They asked. And the crowds replied, It's Jesus, the prophet from Nazareth in Galilee. You know, in this scene that we read, Jesus is on his way to Jerusalem. This is the beginning of what we call the Passion Week, or the week where Jesus would come into the city of Jerusalem riding on a, the back of a colt, and at the end of the week, he would be crucified. So we call that the Passion Week. You know, the people in this moment start to recognize him as the Messiah, the promised one. You know, can you imagine what this scene looks like? I can imagine growing up in Jerusalem and hearing all my life from my relatives, from my parents, about the day that a Messiah would come to save us. You know, and being living in that time, being under Roman rule, I'm sure they just picture what that was going to be like. And then they see Jesus coming down and they know that there's a prophecy in the Old Testament that they would read all the time in their families and in their homes that the, the Messiah was going to come riding on a colt. So they see this happening and they begin lying down their coats and taking their garments and raising palm branches and shouting, Hosanna. This, is, this moment had to be so powerful. It was like rolling out the red carpet. Here comes this king, this long-awaited king that we have all been waiting for. You know, this was a, something that tradition they, people would do to show a distinguished guest or to welcome a distinguished guest. So this was a powerful moment. But they also realized that something was different about Jesus. They just misunderstood his purpose. You see, when they thought about the Messiah coming, they thought of someone who was going to come rescue them from Roman rule. Somebody who's going to come in bold and strong and just take over and come back and get control. But what they didn't realize is he wanted to give them freedom from their sin. You know, Matthew actually viewed this event that wrote this passage. He tells us that Jesus was in the center of the procession. In verse 9, we read, there he was in the center of all this uproar and this excitement. You know, he deserves to be in the center of everything. He deserves to be in the center of our prayer, our worship, everything we do, our workplace. He is the center. You know, we also see in verse 9, the people were shouting, Son of David, Son of David. Now, recognizing that Jesus was the Son of David meant a whole lot. You see, this was saying, hey, we believe that this is the Messiah because they were taught their whole lives that the Messiah was going to come from the line of David. And they really believed that, that this was happening. This was a moment for them. 
You know, it also showed, hey, this power came from the Father. So it was a really awesome moment. But you know what's crazy? Is these same people who are shouting Hosanna, son of David, and recognizing him as the Messiah, celebrating him, and just a few short days would be the same people yelling, crucify him. It would change. The crowd goes from proclaiming Jesus as the Messiah to wanting to kill him. How could they miss what was right in front of them? You know, Jesus' purpose was bigger than what they wanted. They wanted this, this rescue from Roman leadership. But Jesus' mission was about eternity, and it was kingdom, and it was bigger, and it was different. You know, so what does this mean for us? I want to give you two things to encourage you today. The first one I would say is take time to recognize who he is. Just like they recognize this is the Messiah, we need to take time in our day today to recognize who our Savior is. You know, I think about how much he endured for us. That's our Savior. We need to recognize that and see him in our lives and, and worship him in that. And then the second thing I would say today is let's be committed to keeping Jesus as the center. You know, in this passage we read, he was in the center of the profession. But what does that look like in our life if we keep him in the center of everything we do? You know, this crowd went from praising him and making him the center of everything they did in this great time, this moment of celebration, to a few short days wanting to crucify him. You know, and we, don't, we need to live a life that constantly worships and praises him and keeps him at the center despite our circumstances. You know, I often think, what made them turn? What changed things so quickly? I don't know if you've ever asked yourself that question, but what made them go from, this is the Messiah, we love him, I'm taking off my garments, and there's palm branches being waved, and all that is signifying this honor to the one we've been waiting for. What shifted in those few short days? You see, there wasn't just that one group of people there that all loved him. There was a group of religious leaders there, if you keep reading in this, this chapter, who they wanted him to stop. They, they told him, hey, get control of the people. They were against him. These Pharisee leaders were against this. And I feel like the people began listening to those around them. And, and when it came time to say, hey, because I follow him, I might now be in prison too, they weren't willing to pay the cost of worship to him. I don't want to be like that. And I want to encourage you today. Let's keep Jesus at the center no matter what people are doing around us. No matter what's going on. Let's make sure he's at the center of everything we do. Let's pray together. God, we love you. I thank you so much for this moment that we can read about in Matthew. Lord, I can't imagine being there that day and longing to see the Messiah come and then seeing that. What a powerful moment. Lord, I pray that we don't miss the opportunities where you come into our lives. Let us recognize who you are. You are our Savior. You are our King. You're the promised one. And God, your plans are better than our plans today. So we recognize you for who you are. And God, I pray that we would keep you at the center of everything we do. Lord, we pray that we would focus our eyes on you no matter what the crowd is doing around us.
God, that our eyes, our love, our hope would be fixed on you. We love you. I pray for everyone listening today. Use them, challenge them to be doers of the word and not just hearers. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening. Take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss any of the daily devotionals and be sure to share with your friends. For more information about HPC, visit healingplacechurch.org.